Boy, can I help you? Listen up. I'm bringing you the best content to ever exist in the door-to-door industry from sales, leadership, recruiting, and personal development. Well, why would I need that? Because never before have we been able to collaborate with the top experts in their industries, sharing their secrets and techniques on what makes them the best. Wait, who, who are you? I'm your host, Sam Taggart, creator of the DDD Experts and DDDCon. Is there a place we can sit down? Well, come on in. Vanilla is the fastest way to increase your Google and Facebook reviews through text. With a 98% open rate, Vanilla Reviews is the simplest, cheapest way to interact and engage with customers. Visit us at vanillagood.com for more information. Hey everybody, this is Sam Taggart with the DDD Podcast and I'm here with Nick Forsell and we have literally, we're here in Dallas, Texas at his office. It's like what, 8.30, 8 o'clock at night and we are still burning from both ends. So Never stop. Never stop. I guess when you're out here hustling against 9,000 contractors, you gotta, you gotta out hustle. It's like, Plus or yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, <laughs> however many. Anyway, today when I was teaching, it was like, how many are there? Like, there's so many in Dallas. And it's a lot, a lot of chucking of trucks. A lot of chucking of trucks. Anyway, so I, I mean, it's today. I want to dive into kind of what do you do to distinguish yourself? What do you do to stand out on the doors? What do you do to, you know, win people's business when they're bidding? And really kind of dive into this whole competitive marketplace and how we can distinguish ourselves to win and stop just being the guy that's like waiting for the phone to ring or waiting for the guy to just get that low hanging fruit. So I'm excited to kind of dive into that and then more of the sales side of things, which, you know, obviously you've been in this since you were how old? Like when did you kind of start in this? Uh, in roofing, 18. 18, yeah, yeah, since legal age. Yeah, pretty much. And so years of experience, decided to pick your brain. You've also been on uh, SBG's like courses you've done yeah, some training shot a lot of training videos in the SBG university it makes two for, of us i yeah, like it that's good it's fun though getting used to the camera yeah know? anyway so what we're going to do today i am going to ask you just a few questions and then you just feel free to freestyle don't hold back okay. i want to hear the rawness so first off how have you seen the industry change since you're 18 to now well i don't think anybody knew what hail was when i was 18 there's a few of the 20 years ago there's some industry innovators you know the big guys back in the day the aspens and and all that um they really got in when when it was easy you know we were just talking about how easy it would have been and how nice it would have been to sell when there was nobody to sell against yeah and there wasn't much regulation around pricing insurance companies weren't going crazy trying to pop guys off for this that whatever all the laws and it's just a it's been a crazy turnaround and i've been in building besides roofing that's really what i did before i got into roofing specifically as a remodeling contractor, decks and fences to home building, uh, commercial buildings, fit outs, all, I mean, you name it, I've done it. Wow. You know? um, so when I got into the storm, I actually, I was brought in by a storm that hit my, the neighborhood I grew up in back up in the Midwest. And you're like, might as well and go sell like, on roofs. Let's go. You know, everybody's calling, what do I do? What do I do? And it came on. Who, yeah, because you kind of were the guy that knew how to do roofs and they were like, here with needing a roof I had done their kitchen or I had yeah. done their this or that whatever and they're like oh my god what do I do and you already had that rapport and right. cool so it was easy it was an easy transition and I never looked back I don't ever want to do another bathroom again in my life that's for sure yeah I mean I've, I mean I've helped some people who do the bathrooms and the kitchens and stuff and I'm like yeah. this seems a lot more or less headache like a lot less headache short term just better turnaround you're not sitting in somebody's house for weeks or months at a time wow you know 
Yeah, and they're sitting there like, well, I got my kids practice at three. You got to leave. And you're just like, geez. Yeah, I literally had clients get divorced while the job was going. I mean, moved out, divorced. I don't know if it was because of that job, but I think it was the nail in the coffin, maybe. But you're just like, just like this oh. is awkward. So, funniest story and since you've been around. I mean, do you have any crazy story that comes to mind that you're just like, dude, there was this one customer, this one rep, this one whatever? Oh, man. I don't know if there's anything crazy. you put me on the spot, too, so I'll, I'll definitely think about that while we go here. But uh, just, you know, you never know what's going to be behind that door. I love knocking doors, which I know you do, too. A lot of guys don't get that, and uh, you just never know. It's, it's, I don't think there's any major major event that ever happened just all the little things all the little quirks i love when somebody's just a total butthole you know and, yeah good word just like, I like that. Yeah. so you just like you know through the door thank you sir have a great day thanks for making my day kind of deal you know yeah kill them with kindness i just i don't know people's ignorance blows me away sometimes you just all the little things you see and yeah. just the little nuances of like really that's how they're going to treat a human being or like, the, the attire that they show up to the door in oh yeah you know dude. That, have you ever had a naked person <laughs> no but open robe tidy whities fuzzy slipper type yeah. okay yeah i had this old dude just naked i'm like really you're just just, you're just hanging out you're just naked dude. oh god and i think he had like dementia or something you know what i mean i'm like he's not all there but like <laughs> okay we're, we're going it's so crazy. if you've had any of those i mean more power too. It means you've knocked enough doors when you find the naked man. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what about kind of some of the biggest hardships as you've kind of grown your own company and gone through, kind of just figuring it out? I mean, you just moved into a nice office space here, yeah. and kind of it looks like you're obviously scaling. You've got Chicago just opened up, Denver or Colorado Springs yeah. here, a couple locations. I'm sure there's been some pain points in that process. Like, oh, yeah. what's been some of the road like pivotal challenges that have kind of I don't know, shaped you and gotten you where you are today? Uh, I think one of the biggest challenges that I've overcome recently is proper management. Um, finding guys like Jason and uh, my production manager here, Ryan, up in Chicago, and, and working with, uh, I'm actually working with Nick Spost okay. in, under Alliance Construction. Just the management. If you don't have the proper management, everything else goes, you know, it just goes away. I even say leadership over management. Better this, word for you know it. what I mean? Better because I, I think that there's a difference between managing, which I look at like fire putting outer, versus leading and like yeah. inspiring and putting the right systems and, and making sure that their things are well oiled and moving. Well, I always did everything myself. I had to do it all. I did all the the selling, the building, the collecting, all of it. You know, and then it got to a point where it's all right. Let's let's take that next step. Let me bring on salesmen and. You know, the first time I tried that, I didn't have the right leadership, even in myself, because I didn't know what I was doing. And that's what happened you know, most it's of the like, time. I went from a retail industry to this crazy insurance world where the, you know, it's just money all over the place and dealing with paperwork I've never read before, you know. Yeah, so it's, not, it's not handwritten anymore, you know. Yeah, and you're like, that's really long. Yeah, I'm but, sure it says something <laughs> important. Whatever. It's good, though. We're well, all I mean, Everything's got to be... To a T, or you know, you get big trouble in this game. So, so what did like what when you say, man, I kicked me in the nuts when I had to move into leadership and I hired these sales guys. Like, what are some of those lessons you learned that you were just like, oh, I wish I would have known that. I had I known this, I would have done this. Like, are there any like big ones that just kind of stick out that you're like, man, had I gone back, 
I wish I would have done this. Commitment, I think. Just and, and for me, relinquishing some of that control, relinquishing some of that control. Um, and he's he's over here shaking his head and rolling his eyes at me because I still like he every day he's like, let me do it. Just stop. Let me do it. I got it. Don't worry about it. You know. So gaining that trust in your fellow leaders in your company is a huge thing. If you don't have people that you can trust that and prove that they that you can trust them on a daily basis, you got nothing. You can have all the guys in the world and, and if there's nobody to lead them, it's, it's, it's just a mess. So this is, this is an important principle and I want to talk on this. And if you're listening to this, pay attention because the biggest fault in most leaders is they don't lead they want to hold on to everything, which leading I think is letting go. Like yeah. you said, it's, it's saying I trust in the people that are below me to do their job. Because it's a hard I, thing to do. And, and why, why do you think that is? You know what I mean? Think about it. I've like, just, I mean, it's simple. I've done it myself for years and years and years and it's just habit. You know, there's, there's good habits and bad habits as we all know. And, and to break Either one of them, it's just, it's a hard thing to do when you've done it for so long. It's, and I've been burned. Yeah. When I first started, the, one of my very first manager. I tried Left it, me it to go work. to another company. So, boom, my guard's up now. And every other manager after that, that I've tried to bring into my system, it's like, like are you going to be here in two weeks? Because well, this guy wasn't. You know? I don't want to spend all this time and energy trying to empower you if you're not going to be around or... And that's the biggest pitfall of what stops people from growth in this in this business. Mm-hmm. I watch people over and over say, I want to grow. And I'm like, do you really think you're going to grow if you're doing everything? And they go, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I just can't find the right people. I'm like, are you allowing your people to be the right people? Right. That's the next question I ask. Like if I went and interviewed them one-on-one and asked them, is he kind of a control freak? Does he ever actually empower you? What would they say? Nine times out of ten, that owner's like, uh, well. So I think that that's an important nugget. Everybody should pull from this. Like When we're, we're looking for someone to come in and, and just completely blow us away. And the chances of that happening for anybody, I don't care how good I, you yeah, are, is very exist. slim. So you got to be realistic. And I think that's another big thing for me is I became, when I first got into the industry, it was like, all right, come and show me how to do this thing that you call, you know, storm chasing. And uh, it just, it didn't happen. So now it's like, shit, I got to figure this out. So slow growth, you know, I'm all about slow growth. I don't want to go out and hire 40 guys and it's just a total shit show. And it's, I can't manage it. And so I I scale, I took a step back. I was like, all right, let's just take our time, figure it out, slow growth, find the right people. If I don't have the right people right now, they'll come, I'll find them. And when I got to Texas two and a half years ago, it started to happen. I mean, my top sales guy to this day, I sat down at the bar next to him at a Hooters and he just worked out completely so you, outside the industry. And everybody else, I, I haven't really put ads out to find them. I've just kind of met them. And you just said, hey, I got a better spot for you. Drop yeah. what you're doing, come here, and then you nurture them. Like when you lead somebody, what are some of the principles of leadership that you would say, man, a must do in order to get that guy you met at the bar into this top salesperson? Like what, what did you do? To, to create that because I think a lot of people are like well I don't have that guy right like what you said like they think they can hire some yeah. guy to sweep them off their feet and take it over and it's like what did you do to take the guy from nomad to 
top guy, what'd you do? It was easy for me because it was just me when I got here. I didn't bring a team with me. I had moved from the Midwest to Jersey after Sandy, and then I was just coming here on my own. I wasn't bringing anybody with me. Um, I had a, a partner at the time that we were working together, and we split and did our own thing. But I took, I took Tanner, who I had met at that bar, and basically held his hand. I took him out door knocking, and I could do that because it was just it was. I didn't have anybody else to worry about. It was just me and him, so he got a lot of attention, and I think that's where I failed. This year is that I hired on seven or eight guys, and there's a few of them that were upset I didn't give them the attention they needed because I was busy doing my own thing with commercial sales and this and that, and I didn't didn't commit. You know, I gotta I gotta let that stuff go. If I really want to build a team, I gotta be able to give them everything I've got, which I can't do unless I've got help. Yeah, so, it's either your you gotta count on another sales leader to like lead yeah. them, or you gotta do it yourself. I mean, the biggest thing was. Ordering and scheduling. Here, do that. Yeah, because if you're a CEO, it's like, what's your hourly rate? Oh, and if you're spent, if your time is spent ordering and scheduling and paper pushing and putting out this fire, you're literally diminishing your value. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think we all see that. Like, I fall into that. It's like, I was sending emails the other day. I was like, I'm literally individually sending these dumb emails. I could literally pay somebody five bucks an hour to do that. Yeah, it's just ridiculous stuff. We get sucked into the vortex of like busyness. Right. Is what I call that. It's devil's anus is my nickname. <laughs> okay. um, so if you're watching this, don't get sucked into devil's anus. Yeah. Uh, Bad place to be. Yes. <laughs> so let me ask you this. You're out knocking. You said this weird word that no one ever says. I actually like knocking. It's like, well, who says that? It's weird. There's a few of us, right? Yeah. But what, 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 what helped you change your perspective to like, this job sucks to, I actually like knocking? I think that's an interesting question because it's like... Well, I was scared shitless the first time I ever did it. Yeah. Like, even it was people that I knew that I grew up in this neighborhood and, and I, I was familiar with it. I just, you, you got to give it, one of my guys says, I've, I've, now I've got the gift of gab, you know, where okay. it just, after you do it for so long, it just blows, you know, but... Man, those first, the first year, the first two years, even especially after getting out of my comfort zone in in Being my hometown and, and trying to go out toe. and talk to people, and they're just people. Yeah, you know, once you realize that, I think you're you're better off. But so it's just kind of understanding. It's like they're not gonna kill you. No, they, they're just people. Once you do it enough, it's like they're all people, and people are all pretty much the same. You yeah. know, they all want to feel love. They all have their insecurity. They all have their own life yeah i do too well and the guy i'm talking about tanner he he always says uh you're all the worst that could happen is you walk away from that door with a roof you didn't have in the first place i love that yeah i mean that is the worst thing that happened you, you didn't have it when you went there so who cares if you don't have it when you leave it didn't hurt you in any way that's awesome so let's give some tips on the sales process like any advice that you're like Man, this really worked for me. I mean, we're in a we're in a competitive space where, you know, it's not Super easy to knock. Throat. Yeah, it's cutthroat. Cut people throat. paying deductibles and people knocking every day, and you're the tenth. Hey, line up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so what? Like, what has helped you stand out in the sales side? I, sometimes I ask them. So, what number am I today? That's you know, your opener. It, it is. You just got it. You just can't. Hello, sir. How are you today? This, that. You do the whole thing. It's just. I saw one of your videos, actually, you're, you lean against the column. I picked that one up from you. You'd like to just lean against the brick column. Yeah, just, just chill. chill. Just lay back, 
and, and not be that high pressure, you know, make them ask you about the roof or whatever you're selling. Yeah. What do you, so what are you here for? You're going to, you're going to get to it, pitch like, me or, yeah, or what? Like, like, well, if you want me to, right, we can just keep talking. That's cool. You got some beer. Whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm a person. Yeah. Cause I think so often people approach it as like, I'm here to sell you. It's yeah. Like, no like I have a job to do. I got to get this done. I got to follow everything I've been taught to a T. Okay. You need to have that when you get in, in the door. Yes. But at the door, you're selling yourself, not not whatever your product is. Amen. All you're doing is trying to buy another 30 seconds. That's it. It's like, Keep I need to talking. sell you on literally standing here for another two minutes on whatever it is we're talking about. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get so stuck on the, what's the script? And I'm like, break the damn script. Yeah. It's like, what's the, the script opposite is just a of everything? Yeah. To, I'm like, to, it's, to, it's at put least you into that perspective. Yeah. yeah. That's rookie mode. Right. I need to get you at least the fundamentals. Yeah. Now let's break it because every bad A veteran says nothing but like nothing in the script. They just bring up their own dimension, their own angles. And I think that that's what's interesting about you is just like that. It's like, yeah, I'm just here. Like, what's up? And it's yeah. like how any other human. I was that guy, I, I, you know, until I started slowly figuring it out. And, and with a super high pressure here in Texas, I mean, it's, it's crazy here. It's, it, it's a complete circus when the storm hits, you know, there's realistically if you're in a, a one HOA neighborhood there's probably a hundred contractors in there that first day that's crazy you know that is so that's crazy. probably a realistic number well, a house with three four hundred homes there's probably a hundred salesmen it may be 40 companies 30 or 40 companies but you know yeah I think these guys do these big blitzes and all this yeah, stuff and fans it. pull up and guys get out and it's like Whoa. where is everybody coming from so let yeah. me ask you this. You're in the home. They're like, I don't want to commit. I'm going to get a few bids. What's your rebuttal to that? I tell them that's fine. I'll give you a bid. But, you know, just do interviews. Don't get three estimates. Perform three interviews. Mm. Who Look at the companies. Make sure you check them out online, BBB, all that stuff. Website, this, that, and the other. But conduct three interviews. We're all going to do, if it's a legitimate contractor, we're all going to do the same job. The same way, per the insurance proceeds, how that how it's expected. There's a scope where they're telling us how to do it and what to do it for. So just choose who you're most comfortable with. You know, it's well, not about a roof is a roof for the most part. A roof is a roof. Yep. Yes, there's different products. They're all similar. Most homers don't give a shit. It's I, I, it, I hate if if you're watching this, hold my tongue. But it goes back to I mean I speak for GAF and yeah. I and I love GAF. Shout out. I just am always like, if you get them all so caught up on shingle, to me that just creates more research. It's like a shingle's a shingle. It's if, if it protects your roof, is that what you want? Your right. basic line of shingles I, is yes. all. They're all the gonna be the good. They don't build stuff today. It's only gonna last five years in Texas, anyways, because yeah. it's gonna get hit again. It's a shingle. Know? Like we're not putting up there like full on. You can get into performance where one outperforms the other, designer yeah. stuff like that. That's fine. We'll get. You can get there. Hopefully, you get there. Yeah. But. Just do conduct three interviews. Make sure all their credentials are in a, in a row. Look at their reviews. Look at their I love that. website. Do they have an office? So speaking of reviews, I've kind of tell you about this vanilla product that I yeah. have, which we've helped some roofing companies go from 10 reviews to 100 reviews. I help an auto company go from 70 to 700. Like, I mean, that to me is like so impactful. Um, so if you haven't checked out vanilla yet, I mean, it's a 
reach out. I mean, we can get you a demo, but like I, I, I built the software simply because I watched companies with, if I have 500 and every roofing company you're shopping me against has 30, Yeah. it's kind of like, you're really going to go with the guys that don't do a good job. You know what I mean? They might have a good job, but it's like, yeah. obviously I have more credibility. Like you should go with somebody who's trusted, right? right. So I think that's a huge one. The other one that you said is simply you. I think a lot of people fail to sell you. When you're like, you're interviewing, don't just, I think a lot of people interview based on the website, BBB website and review, but I also think it's important to not negate you. So how do you sell a customer on Well, and that's you? a huge thing for me because if you're a salesman of mine, you are a direct reflection of what the company is. Yeah. So slow growth for me and not going out and hiring 50 guys at once to hopefully get five good ones. What do those other 40 idiots do to your company? into your brand, into your reputation. And, you know, it's a, it's a scary thing. So I, I guess my understanding of that is what's probably kept me back. And maybe maybe it's hurt me, maybe it's helped me, we'll see. You know, it's I'm looking at long term. But it's it's not just me, the leader, the owner of the company. It's that they don't ever, they may never see me. As much as I used to like to shake everybody's hand, you start scaling, you do hundreds of jobs a year, whatever, you're not going to get to meet everybody. So... It doesn't matter who owns the company. It's you that's out in the field. So, hundred percent. I mean, it's how you're representing the company, because that's a huge difference. I mean, people. I look at it like, okay, there's ten companies that are all exactly equal online. Who do they pick? The one that has a better sales guy that they jive with, that they want to. They want. I hope you make a commission on me. Yeah. Like, because you're the best. Well, like, we I call ourselves out in our presentation folders. We give ten things to consider when choosing a contractor. We basically call ourselves out. Does this did the sales right from the uh, appearance of the salesman at the door? Did he show up in clean clothes, shirt? You know, professional. It's almost like a checklist. Well, let's call service. ourselves out. Here's all the Texas laws that you need to know. Here's how to cancel a door-to-door -door sale. Let's call us out. If I'm that guy, would I be giving you that information? Ooh, and it just creates trust right. because like look I'll say you all the stuff that the other guy is not going to tell you I like that nugget secret sauce love it okay so, shit that said that. can we edit that out yeah we'll take it yeah. guys too good too gold too gold okay so a couple last questions if I was a brand new starting out rep what advice would you give me yeah I've never done this what would you tell me I tell you be prepared to grind if you want to be successful I mean, sun up, sundown. If you want to actually make it, especially in your early years, sun up, sundown. I'll show you the rest of it. It'll all come. But if you, you don't have that willingness to work. So how do I stay motivated? Like, there's days where I'm like, man, it's tough. It's cold. It's dark. Like, what do I, what do, I do to get fired well, back that's, up? That's our job. That's myself as a leader and everybody else. That, that's your support. So make sure you have the right team. You got to make sure you have the right team. Cool. And it's not just not just your sales manager or sales coordinator, whatever you want to call them, that's out there doing sales competitions. You know, you showed me the the Instagram, the companies that do all the really awesome sales competitions, and just keep it fun. You know, you got to keep it fun. Uh, the, you know, the, we talked about culture. Um, it, it just, I think that's one thing that I've I've definitely lacked. I like to talk about failures because I think you know, obviously you learn more from them. And I don't think I've been that motivator enough. Um, you can throw money at some guys and it works. 
some guys just want the, the status. They want to be the best. They want to be number one. It doesn't matter how much money. Yeah. It's like you got to read each individual guy, whether it's you or, the, you know. One of the best advice I got was there's the golden rule, which is treat others as you would like to be treated. The platinum rule is treat others as they want to be treated. They want to be treated. And you, you have to figure that out figure pretty that quick. Out. Exactly. It's like, does this guy care about money or does yeah. he care about just me patting him on the back? Is he after the iPad or does he? Yeah, does yeah. he just want to high five? Trip or a high five? Yeah. Like some people get so fired up by you just like making them feel like a million bucks. And they'll go to war for you. Yeah. Um, okay, so one last question before we wrap up. If you could, and and one, I want to appreciate your time. This has been fun. Obviously, I get to yeah. go meet cool people like you, and I travel, and this is always fun to do it on live. So if you have questions, uh, make sure to ask them, and we'll go through and answer a couple. I hope of you questions. can read that. Oh, I, I, I can figure it out. Anyway, so what... Um, can you moderate the questions for us? Yeah, so ask these questions. I'm asking one last one. What would you give advice? Like, if you had to give advice to the entire industry today as it is, what piece of advice would you give it? Oh, man. That's a big question. And it, you can tailor it down and make it more specific. It could be to a rep. It could be an owner. It could be a manager. Like, you know, would all right, so... It's a cliche thing, but keep it simple, stupid. Okay. Right? Kiss. It's you. We can get lost in all of the Facebook and the Google and the this app and that app. I tried. I'm telling you, this year I tried it all, and I narrow and I finally narrowed it down. But I, I got lost in all of it. You know, you go to these conferences and expos and all this stuff, and you're like, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. I want to try that. That's you know, that's gonna that's a game changer. And you get lost in it, and then it, you forget about what your core is, like what you're supposed to be doing. You think and, and that you get you lost and you spin out of control, and that was part of my problem this year. It, I just, I went all in, and I forgot what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's, you get you so know? distracted by things that aren't your, aren't your core competency. You know what I mean? Like there's a core competency that we all make money when you build roofs. Yeah. You make money when you install. You make money when you collect. I mean, that's it. So it's like so many times you get distracted and like, let's try this secret sauce that I can make a million dollars in a minute on a sales funnel that mm-hmm. if I did, you know what I mean? And it's like, great you idea. Could yeah. you could if I devoted everything I do, but that's not the core competency of what we are. Yeah. And you have what I call like identity crises, which almost maybe is what you went through. It's like you have like a company identity failure. Yeah. And then it's like, oh wait. Go back to the simple basics. And, and the most basic thing, Tim, the uh, guy that I came here to be partners with, and uh, he always he always said this, and it always stuck to this day. He's like, it doesn't matter what's going on. If you have a problem or this, just sell more roofs. Just go sell more roofs. Ran out of milk. Go sell more roofs. You know, like the best it's the answer. Simplest it's, thing. Yes. It solves ever. all issues. Yeah. Oh, you're having a bad day. Oh, so and so broke. Go sell another roof. And you're gonna feel really good after you go collect. Just go sell them. <laughs> you heard it. First hit. I That's love it. it. Man. Keep it simple.